0: And we're back with part five of our Chris Chan series on the Carolina Snowflakes podcast. I'm Jason.
1: And I'm Amanda.
0: And we are going to get right back into our rip-roaring story of Kristen Weston Chandler. Because the more we dilly-dally, the longer this is going (laughs) to take.
1: Dilly-dally.
0: So, (laughs) where we last left off. Chris was destroying his own PlayStation 3 because he thought that he was going to get $9,000. Because mm-hmm. the trolls set him up to believe that. Right, yes. And he films himself running over, stabbing with a screwdriver, and setting on fire his PlayStation 3. <laughs> which, believe it or not, completely destroys it.
1: <laughs> go figure. Yeah,
0: go figure. So if you remember, that Chris had met a girl named Jackie Supposedly on dating websites and believed her to not be a troll because of where Chris met her. Right. Well, Jackie comes back into play at this point and she starts talking about her ex-boyfriend and this starts to become a problem for their relationship. And her ex-boyfriend is a guy that she says is named Lars. And Lars is a black gentleman, which triggers Chris and his racism. Mm -hmm. And she gets somebody... Whoever the troll is gets somebody to play Lars and have phone conversations with Chris. And it's clearly a white guy doing a black voice. It's all very exaggerated, cartoony, and racist. Uh-huh. And so the racist part isn't that funny, really, but it's there. He Chris calls him a jive turkey at one point. I mean, it gets like old school racist. Yeah, it's, it's it's pretty rough. I call it the racist saga because this at this point, a lot of racist thing happen. Because the next video is him putting on Cherokee makeup again and doing that whole thing. So the h- conversation is hilarious in the sense that he believes Lars to be real. And it's very obvious that it's a person doing a fake, pr- their interpretation of someone speaking ebonics. Mm. But Chris falls into it and starts to speak that way himself towards the end of it, which is something that is kind of funny. Uh-huh. So I don't know. If you're if you're too cringy around racism, it's not a good one to listen to, but it's pretty funny how things play out because essentially they're warring with each other and Chris is making threats towards Lars and he makes some YouTube videos that have him being very angry at Lars. Uh And one of the things you have to understand is Jackie said that Lars was really obsessed with boats and that Lars bought a bunch of toy boats (laughs) And he collected them. And he was so into his toy boats, he didn't pay much attention to her. Okay. And that,
1: <laughs> that is so weird. Yeah. yeah.
0: And so when Chris is on the phone with Lars, he's like, yeah, I'm going to have to get rid of all my boats that I really love. I love these boats. <laughs> but it's taking time away from Jackie. <laughs> and Jackie's trying to explain that Chris is doing the same thing with video games. So it's all a metaphor. Mm-hmm. It was a way for her to explain to him that his obsession with My Little Pony and anime and video games was taking away his time from her. Mm -hmm. But Chris never gets that through his head. Right. Chris never gets that through his head and and is just determined to make fun of Lars for his boat obsession, his toy boat obsession. And then Lars supposedly burns all of his toy boats, like $30,000 worth of toy boats, Uh to win back Jackie's heart. And Chris is like, I'm not necessarily willing to burn all my shit to get (laughs) Jackie back. Yeah, he's like,
1: well, wait a minute. I don't know about this. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So that part is kind of funny. Mm -hmm. And uh, I have a video here that goes with this part of the story. So the video is right up front this episode. And it's a short little one minute clip of Chris talking to Lars and explaining to him how he's better for Jackie. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and play that for you now.
1: her desires. Now she's the real man. I will satisfy her needs and her desires. And if you ever want to be happy with yourself, you grow up. You grow up. And you stop thinking about yourself. Yeah! You grow up. Stop thinking about yourself.
0: Yeah!
1: You mess with me and her. You're, you're gonna have to deal with me, definitely. Dying your last sweat or breath.
0: <laughs> so in the sense that The racism provoked A reaction like that It's kind of funny It was so cringe Yeah it's pretty cringe It's like a wrestling promo It
1: was terrible
0: Yeah Yeah
1: You're yeah. kaput You're kaput <laughs> You're gonna You're gonna What did he say at the very end To mess with both of us You're definitely gonna Hear from me or yeah. Deal with me <laughs> Have
0: to deal with me And then he aggressively cuts the And he
1: has a little boat That he's holding up <laughs> He has a little boat. He's standing there Mm ranting and raving at the camera, and he's holding a little
0: boat. It almost seems staged, but it's not.
1: And then he throws the boat down (laughs) aggressively, like, see, I mean business, (laughs) mister. Yeah. (laughs) What? So
0: that was a pretty epic response video, and Chris made a few of those.
1: Yeah, I would think that that was fake.
0: Yeah, it's not, though. That's just how he is. My goodness. And there's quite a few of them. That was just one of them. He makes a few against Lars. The Jackie saga goes on for a little while. But at the end of it, he loses Jackie. And he just sort of retreats from the internet for a while. We get Chris going from around mid to late 2010 until later in 2011 where Chris isn't posting anything online. He's not gaming with other people. He's only gaming solo. Hmm. People can see that he's online, but he's not available to talk to. For almost uh, six months or so.
1: Is that because Jackie broke his heart?
0: Yeah, and because he realized what was going on, and he uh. did his first retreat. And I mean, I if you didn't know, I would go ahead and say I give you one guess as to whether or not he'll be back.
1: But, <laughs> I think I think we can figure that out.
0: Yeah, but yeah, he get, he retreats for a little while, and then around mid two thousand and eleven, we start to get what's called the Tom Girl Saga. So Chris decides that he's going to be more in touch with his feminine side and that a a man acting like a girl is a Tom girl because a girl acting like a boy is a tom boy. Okay. So Chris starts to identify as a Tom girl. Mm -hmm. And Chris starts to wear some more feminine clothes, which Bob does not like. Mm. Barb doesn't like it either. But he starts growing his hair long. He starts wearing makeup. He starts being more feminine. And he calls himself a Tom girl. They don't really approve. He cuts his hair for his mom, but he ends up growing it back out again, so his hair gets long again. And he actually cuts a locket of his hair off and ties it around his neck and wears a little locket of his old hair for a little while, which is a really weird thing. But he thinks it's going to help him grow back faster.
1: Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. So then, around June 2011, trolls find out about Chris's Tom girl thing, and they create a website called... Tomboys and Tom girls of Virginia. What? And, and they populate that website with fake profiles to oh. make Chris think that there's a support group in Virginia for tomboys and tom girls.
1: That is so messed up. Mm-hmm.
0: And Chris finds that website and starts talking about tom girl issues to the trolls on this website, not knowing that they're trolls.
1: Oh my gosh! So, but I mean, somebody had to link him to it.
0: I'm sure somehow. I don't know. That part is kind of a mystery. I don't know. Someone maybe probably did mm. say, like, hey, Chris, check this out. Uh-huh. But either way, he ends up on there. And he starts Googling and de- de- trying to find different definitions of sexual terms. And he starts to identify as a male lesbian. That's the identity that he's chosen for himself. And he starts asking about using women's restrooms okay. in the in the Tomboys and Tomgirls of Virginia.
1: <laughs> so specific. Website. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Oh, no.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that's getting... We're getting... It's getting weird. I knew it was weird before, but it's gotten weirder, and it's going to get way weirder. This is the weird part. You would think you
1: would know that like it had to be fake because of how much effort the trolls had done prior.
0: But Chris doesn't learn. Yeah. Chris doesn't learn from repetitive things Mm. because the next thing that happens is Jackie asks him for a video... Of him humping a blow-up doll that he has that's named... So wait, so Jackie comes back? Jackie comes back and says, me and Lars are fighting. You could win me back if you make this video for me. Oh. And he asked for a. Vi- she asked for a video of Chris humping a blow-up doll, a doll that he's had for a while named Officer McNasty. <laughs> <laughs> he just has it? Mm-hmm, he's had it for a while. And he calls the, he makes the video of him doing it. He calls the doll Jackie and she pays him, she tells him to say, Who's your brony? So he's like (laughs) humping her going, Who's your brony? Who's your brony?
1: Oh my God. Mm -hmm. No. And he has
0: a little drawing that he draws on his ass to be like a cutie mark that the My Little Ponies have on their butts. Uh huh, yes. Chris puts one on his ass in that video and that he calls his cutie mark.
1: Oh my God. Mm hmm. Oh, and he put that on YouTube.
0: No, it leaked. Uh, Uh, So it was a private video that she or whoever it was—the troll—leaked it immediately. Yeah, but he thought he was just sending it to Jackie.
1: Why would he think that? Didn't he? Did he knew Jackie wasn't real, right?
0: Chris doesn't. It's going to come up a lot that Chris doesn't really get the difference between reality and fiction at Mm -hmm. all. Mm -hmm. He can't grasp it. It's a concept that Chris can't ever really understand. Okay. So if, if there's a chance, he's all in, baby. Right. Around this time is when Googling Chris' name will get you around 2 million results. This is uh, July 2011, so he's getting up there in infamy at this point, mm-hmm. and things are getting real weird.
1: And <laughs> just now, they're getting weird.
0: <laughs> yeah, just now they're getting weird. <laughs>
1: What was all that other stuff?
0: It was just the setup. Oh, right. Yeah. The
1: setup to the weird. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: The next saga is in August 2011. It's called the Call Out Saga, and it's where Chris makes a series of videos calling out all of his trolls individually. They're a lot like wrestling promos. Mm. It's kind of a repeat of earlier, but it it goes on for a little while. Next, we have the sad part of the story, because in September of 2011, Bob gets sick and goes to the ICU. He's covered in insect bites. The... They say flies. I was thinking bed bugs, but they have some kind of an infestation. And Bob is sick, and he's been bedridden for a while, and he's ate up by these bugs, and he has to be quarantined in the ICU. Then he has a heart attack and dies. Oh my gosh. Yeah.
1: So the bugs were from the their home.
0: Mm-hmm. They had some kind of an infestation in their in their home. Ew. And he was having tr- he was sick, so he was stuck in bed, and this infestation and these bugs ate him all up. To the point where he had to be quarantined. And then he had a heart failure and died. Wow.
1: That's and Chris, real sad.
0: Yeah, it's real sad. And Chris blamed the hospital but for making a loud noise that scared him and gave him a heart attack and killed him. So Chris will forever have a vendetta against the hospital for that. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it's kind of taking a dark turn now. September 7th, right after this happens, Chris sends his last email to Jackie. He's sad about his father's death and he reveals that Barb has started sleeping in his room because she's all fucked up and also the bugs are everywhere.
1: Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Oh, no.
0: Eventually, uh, they would get the infestation taken care of. There's actually a phone call where one of the trolls got a hold of like the the social worker and got her to talk about the infestation and talk about the plans to remove the bugs and she was like really open and that phone call got leaked.
1: How the hell did they do that?
0: I have no idea, but it's there. It's, a I wonder event. if he like,
1: it. wonder if the troll pretended to be like a, like a pest control company or something. It was like, he
0: pretended to be Chris's lawyer. Oh really? Yeah.
1: Isn't he like, at what point is this stuff illegal? I that don't know. Doing? I
0: don't know. I wonder that
1: because isn't that, I feel like a few
0: things that have happened in this story. I think are illegal.
1: Well, it, I mean, specifically that one, is there not some kind of like, I mean, it's not HIPAA because it's not the hospital, but like, isn't there some sort of protection if you've got a caseworker of like social services? and?
0: There are several times during Chris's life, and this will still continue to modern times where the state just doesn't want to deal with Chris. Mm. They know who he is. The, The people that run things around town and in Virginia, they know who Chris is. Yeah. And he's had tons of therapists. And he's been arrested a lot. And they just don't really want to deal with it. Yeah. He is a phenomenon at this point. Mm-hmm. And so I think that plays into it. But I don't know. Huh. It's a really interesting question. Okay. So the next part of the story involves Michael Snyder. Do you remember Michael Snyder?
1: That's the guy that owns the... What's not a toy store? It's a...
0: Card store. Again, card shop. Comic book store. Yeah. The game place. Yeah.
1: The game place.
0: He's not actually the owner. He, he's the manager. Oh, okay. But... On October 28th, 2011, Barb and Chris are driving and they see a banner for the game place that says, Under New Ownership. Oh, okay. And they're like, All right, maybe that dickhead Michael Snyder isn't there (laughs) and my boy Chris can come back. Yeah. And they go. Into the store, and as it turns out, Michael Snyder is the new owner. Oh, so of he the bought place. it.
1: He bought the place. He's
0: now the owner. Mm. And a... <laughs> oh no! So a confrontation ensues. Of course, I'm sure. Like, doesn't he have a restraining order at this point? He did not. He was actually trying to be pretty cool. Oh, okay. He he did have him trespassing if he came in the store, but mm. well, the the confrontation goes down somehow. Michael Snyder is hit by the van.
1: Somehow he's hit by the van.
0: And both Chris and Barb are charged with hitting him with the van while driving. Because he got hit more than once. What? And the details of how that happened are not known. (laughs) What? But apparently both of them were driving the van at some point and hit him.
1: In the same altercation? In the
0: same altercation. What?
1: Like did they climb over each other and then the one got in the driver's seat? I
0: think it was in and out of the car. They were arguing. He hit him. They got out. They were talking. The other person got in driving and hit him again while he was on the ground. I think. God,
1: this poor man. Yeah, this poor guy.
0: Yeah, it's pretty bad. And so they end up, you know, going to court and everything. Like it's bad. Yeah. They spend their entire all the inheritance they get from Bob dying gets spent on their defense lawyer.
1: I mean, that would be something like. Assault with a deadly weapon, intent to kill.
0: Mm-hmm. It got dropped down to failure to stop at the scene of an accident.
1: Oh. Because like Michael run.
0: Snyder didn't want to ruin their lives. So he's even still after all a that.
1: decent dude, even, even af- though he mm-hmm. got run over twice.
0: And called and called a Jew and all that other stuff. Yes.
1: What a hero.
0: I know. I know. And so again, Chris gets off relatively lightly, but they do spend all of Bob's inheritance on a lawyer and that's going to start a series of events that is pretty much the darkest timeline. <laughs> oh. Then we get to about mid 2012 2012, so there's a long time where Chris is dealing with all that shit and he's not really posting anything, but he now goes online and starts to basically say I've broken I've done the virgin breaker quest. It's over. I got laid. Uh-huh. Because he bought a prostitute off Backpage for $150 named Mia and went to her house and had sex with her and then he did it again later for another 150 bucks.
1: Uh, and he feels the need to go make a video about that. He didn't
0: make a video. This is interesting. Around 2012, this is Chris switches to almost doing only Facebook for a while.
1: So he's just like posting. Posting
0: on Facebook and okay. all the trolls are following it that way. Okay. He's making videos a little bit, but for the most part Chris is posting a lot during this this gets to the posting era of christery
1: In just text not not video
0: right in text but in chris's crazy style of text right so yeah he's broken the virgin breaker quest by getting a prostitute so that happens
1: and he has no qualms with saying that that's how he did it
0: no huh. he's proud of it okay so that happens chris got laid which i guess sweet
1: congratulations mm-hmm.
0: Then the next part is the trial for the whole thing with Michael Snyder and he didn't want him to have felonies, so they got on a you know this plea deal and it gave them both fleeing the scene of an accident and Barb also got assaulting an officer by the way
1: she tried to fight the cops when uh-huh. they showed up <laughs> oh, no
0: throughout the rest of 2012 Chris is just posting facebook about being sad and lonely and it's really just a sad year mm. all of 2012 2020- is basically like that all of 2012 is sad And Chris being lonely, he's sad about Bob dying. He's sad about going to court, losing all the inheritance. And it's just a real sad, sad time. Now we get to February 2013. Tara Strong is the voice of Twilight Sparkle on the My Little Pony series. Uh And Chris makes a video, or well, Tara Strong makes a video talking about twoling, which is a different thing. T-W-O-L. It's Don't worry about it. But Chris (laughs) mistakes it for her promoting trolling.
1: Oh, no. And he goes
0: on her Facebook and is like, you're Plo Troll, and goes on these crazy rants.
1: How dare you?
0: And Tara Strong actually replies to him, which gets into this back and forth, Mm. with her end up being like, fuck you. (laughs) And so now Chris has alienated himself from one of the voice actresses from My Little Pony. That will continue to happen. Uh-huh. Now we get to about mid-2013, Chris now makes a new website, called, or a new Facebook page, a new Facebook group called Braziers for Men, a support group for men who want to wear bras. Chris also says men should have to cover their nipples in public, just like women do, and he's disgusted by seeing men's nipples, no. and he wants to promote men wearing bras. Oh. Mm-hmm.
1: Has he still been wearing a sports bra this whole time? This whole
0: time and being identifying as a tom girl or a male lesbian.
1: Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. And then he posts some shit on Facebook blaming Megan for everything, including the Michael Snyder saga. And he says that Megan from back in high school
1: Yeah, like the girl that was his one t- friend Uh that one time that
0: she organized all the hate and trolling against him from the game place and that it was like the central hub of the organization of people that were out to destroy him wow yeah yeah it's it's, wow
1: yeah go megan you (laughs) very resourceful talented and committed
0: yeah and then we get the like weird high school reunion saga where chris is trying to promote his high school reunion and make it happen and the high school reunion people just aren't going to do it that year. They're waiting for 25, but it's 20 years. Or, and Chris is just determined that it's going to happen. And <laughs> it's stupid. And he, he starts basically saying, you guys promised the high school reunion. I was going to relive my glory days. And it's a shame that you didn't. Which is really funny because who cares, right? <laughs> like, yeah. What a weird thing to be obsessed with. But Chris is very obsessed with his high school years. In late 2013, he posts on Facebook that gay men are bad. He still does not like gay men, but he's cool with lesbians now and identifies as one. So he thinks lesbians are good. Gay men are bad. Now we get to another little kind of sad saga in the series of events. And it's where I'm going to have to show you some photographs. Oh. Because on January 10th, 2014, Chris is using one of those Keurig coffee machine maker things in his bathroom. Don't ask me why he's using it in the bathroom, but he's using a coffee maker in the bathroom. And it's hooked up to an electrical cord that's going over the door Mm -hmm. and has been for years. And every time the door opens and closes, it's frayed that electrical cord a little bit. And this starts a fire in Chris's house, which is a hoarder house. So the house doesn't burn down, but burns all the fucking shit. Oh
1: no. Luckily,
0: Chris, Barb, and the animals get out. So they're okay, but their shit is fucked up.
1: Well, sometimes, you know, like you're in the bathroom and you're like, gosh, I could really go for, I could some, go
0: coffee. for some
1: coffee right now. Yeah, it's
0: pretty weird. He said it was because, like, it, it, somebody told him it had to be in a certain kind of outlet and they only had that in the bathroom. Who the fuck knows why Chris does what he does? But there, there, that's what happened. I guess. Uh, one firefighter was actually injured, though, in the in the thing. He was okay, but it was all in all a bad thing, right? Mm. I mean, house fire's not good. Yeah. So they they get a rental house from the government or whatever for insurance so they have somewhere to stay it's actually way nicer than the house they had before Mm -hmm. but i wanted to show you a couple pictures of chris's house so that you could kind of explain to the audience what it looked like before the fire so you can understand how a house fire there could be really destructive okay okay so i just showed you some photos of chris's house and Mm -hmm. what would you what would you say about chris's house
1: uh there's a lot of stuff in it
0: yeah there's shit kind of everywhere
1: all over the place an assortment of things that it's not all trash Mm -hmm. there are obviously some things that are like collectibles Mm -hmm. um in the living room it looked like there were dolls Mm -hmm. um displayed on um shelves on the wall Mm -hmm. but you couldn't get to those dolls on the wall because there's so much stuff mm-hmm. in between.
0: <laughs> it's just like boxes and trash and shit.
1: Yeah, there is trash, and then there's not trash.
0: Mm-hmm. It's all sort of mixed together? All
1: mixed together, and what looked like, I guess, um, like a trail, like a a, mm-hmm. a path
0: a to path get way through. through. So I'd say, my guess is I've seen the Hoarders, and I've seen a lot of yeah, of that, that show. show. Yeah, I've seen that show, yeah. I would say it's probably like a seven out of ten on the scale of, of a hoarder house that I've seen.
1: Yeah, I would say like six or seven because I don't I, think there's
0: dead animals in there. No, it not but didn't. it's not safe or good.
1: Right. It didn't look like the like the worst hoarder homes mm-hmm. I've seen on that show. And it doesn't sound like their 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 bathrooms and stuff weren't functional or anything. So Yeah. Yeah. So not great. Not the worst. But not very good either. I think that's
0: a pretty good description of the way it is.
1: Absolutely a fire hazard, though. Completely
0: a fire hazard. And this is why the house burned down. So on January 11th, Chris and Barb go to salvage what they can out of the house. They're able to get all of Chris's digital files, which is really cool. But his huge Lego high school that he built. And when I say huge, I mean this thing's like eight feet wide. Humongous replica of his high school that he built out of Legos gets all melted and stuff hmm. and some actually interestingly some of the trolls in high school people decide to raise money for chris and barb and they actually get some money and help people are giving them one person gives them 900 bucks
1: well i mean if you have committed yourself to trolling this person it, you kind of don't want them to be so devastated and destitute that you can't keep trolling them so yeah. you gotta donate <laughs> is that a horrible thing to say like that's, I'm trying to put myself in the mindset of a mm-hmm. troll, a committed
0: troll. A committed troll, yeah. I mean, yeah, you just don't want him to be completely destitute because then he's not there to Yeah, troll. he's
1: not going to be able to post or make videos or whatever.
0: Mm-hmm. But this will start the saga of Chris asking for money. It's going to build up slow. So first, Chris posts things that he needs from his house burning down. But then people people can see what he buys because his accounts have all been hacked. Mm. And he spends like three grand on Legos and video games
1: Okay. during
0: this time period. So people are very critical of Chris for asking for money to help his family and then buying Legos. For things Legos. that he needs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's also, at this time, found to be selling a lot of Bob's things to get by. Old things that Bob owned, stamp collections and things like that. And uh, this is just a funny sort of aside, but there's a dumpster next to the burned down house and trolls get in that dumpster and find like Chris's homework and paperwork and shit from when he was a little kid. Scan all that. That goes onto the Internet. Oh, no. So there's Chris's Why? homework. From Why flag- would you
1: do that? That is so. I mean, my goodness. Uh-huh. Like Stop it, people. Jesus.
0: Yeah, I know. Because it's 2014. They've been doing this since
1: 2007. You climb in a Dumpster?
0: Seven years, yeah.
1: <laughs> dumpster? Did, like Dumpster diving for second grade homework?
0: Mm-hmm. The next thing is, Chris starts... The money becomes an issue, and it's going to stay an issue for a while because Chris starts selling all kinds of shit on eBay. 2 drawings, anything that he drew. And it, Trolls... Being trolls, they bid everything up really high to make Chris think that it's more valuable than it is. So they bid like $13,000 for his shoe drawing but have no intention of buying it. Right. So then Chris puts it back up for sale for $10,000 but with a buy only. And they know that that's never going to sell. So trolls fuck with Chris in that way through eBay. I call this the whole time period of the eBay saga because (laughs) it happens for a long time that trolls are fucking with Chris via eBay. Then we get to June 2014, and this is where things start to get funny again, because a movie is coming out. They're actually relaunching Sonic the Hedgehog, and it's called the Sonic Boom franchise. And in the story, it's technically not canon of Sonic. It's like a side alternate reality thing. But one of the things they do in Sonic Boom, it's like going to be games and movies. They redesigned. It's like a reboot of Sonic. And... One of the things they do is they change the color of Sonic's arms from tan, his arms were tan, they changed it to blue. His arms were now blue. This pissed Chris off unlike anything I've ever seen in my entire life. Chris was so disturbed by this, he goes insane. It brings him back. He's been gone off of YouTube for a while. Uh. It is... Them changing Sonic arms that just make him lose his fucking mind.
1: He's like, I have to talk about this. He
0: talks about it all over Facebook. He makes a a, a group on Facebook, you know, make our, I think it's, uh, makes Sonic's arms blue again, Sega. You know what I mean? Capitalized weirdly like that. Uh-huh. And gets a bunch of people in it and it's just like what the fuck did you do? He he compares it to Michael Jackson getting whiter over time like it's just a, an atrocity an a front mm-hmm. to everything. Now, I think that might have something to do with autism because autism people, from my understanding, sometimes don't like disruption to change to things that they're attached to. Mm-hmm. I don't exactly know if you can chalk that all up to it, but he is irrationally upset about yeah. Sonic's arms being Yeah, sounds like it. Mm-hmm. At this point, Chris starts posting pro-LGBTQ stuff on his website, which he's kind of done an entire 180 by this yeah, point.
1: Yeah, that sounds not like him.
0: But he does, and he claims to be a lesbian-identified male. He also claims to be a tranny and a crossdresser. He now says he accepts gay men. He was sorry for saying gay men were the worst now around this point.
1: Does he call himself tranny?
0: Yeah, he does. He actually says that he's not upset with the word training and he doesn't understand why people are and that he's accepted it
1: okay Hmm. but he's still a male lesbian
0: but he's still saying he's a male identified lesbian yes he also says that he was a lesbian in a past life oh. and that that soul still lives in him so he's totally legit but he can't deny that he was born with a dick right yeah
1: <laughs> i'm not made like i know this is <laughs> fucking crazy uh, yeah
0: yeah but that's it, it's it, That's what I said. It's going to get weird.
1: Hmm.
0: Well, it has. Well, don't you worry about it because the story is going to get even weirder. Mm. If you didn't think that that was possible, you're going to have to tune in next week because it's going to get even weirder. And then, I hate to break it to you, but it's going to get even weirder the week after that. <laughs> so just oh, go ahead and strap in because <laughs> the next few episodes are going to be off the wall. But we're getting, you know, we're in 2014 now, so we're getting closer to modern day. And all of this has happened to Chris, and we'll see where it goes from here. It's going to get weird. Tune in next week. Carolina Snowflakes...